are now tuned in to If It's Your Podcast Radio. What's going on, guys? My name is Ryan, and I'll be your host for the IIFYP If It Fits Your Podcast Radio. I am extremely excited to be here, but before we start, if there's anyone out there who has no idea what IFYM is or how to calculate their macros, please email us. We're having a lifetime free promotion, IIFYMapparelcoaching at gmail.com. We're back. We're back. We're back. Michelle's way more excited than I am tonight. <laughs> I've had a long, rough day, but... We have a question or a request. I remember uh, last night I was like, please, please, someone, please leave uh, a comment. And they did. And his name was Isaac. And he was a fucking legend. Uh, He said, (laughs) I'd like to talk about, um, or I'd like for you guys to talk about meal timing slash frequency, um, intermittent fasting, etc. That would be amazing. So let's get into it. Where should we start? Meal timing first. So in order. Um, so meal timing, we, we kind of brushed over it a little bit in a previous episode, but we're just going to go more in depth about it. Um, it does not affect your, <clears throat> your appearance directly, but it does indirectly if um, you use this consistently to optimize your training. Um, simply because your output in your training will be better, which means that your calorie expenditure will be higher and you'll be reaping more of the benefits out of your lifting, um, which would then in turn affect your physical appearance because you're connecting better with your muscles and all of that good stuff. So if you're just if you if you just stumbled upon us and you came upon this podcast, before you take any advice here, go back to our first uh, one, two, three, four, five steps into this lifestyle um, as we, you know, in in terms of the prioritizing um, what matters. Yeah, this is this at the is, bottom of the totem Yeah, pole. this is at the bottom of the totem pole when you've already got weeks, months, um, maybe even years uh, putting in the work, tracking your macros, training progressively, and now you can actually, you know, um, you know, implement meal timing, which is an awesome thing. So, yeah, details. Yeah. That's what people want to know. Practical details. Yeah, so this is after you are already habitually tracking, and this won't be another burden for you. So adherence first, if you this is easily adherable, um, hop right into it. Hop right into actually optimizing what you can and sustaining um, what you think you can. Uh, push yourself uh, in terms of what you think you can habitually do. Um, that's always a fun thing, because I know there are a lot of people out there that are habitual creatures. I have a, a few clients that um, are in definitely... Um, habitual creatures and it's it's a very easy concept for them to to grasp that they just have to do something consistently that to, to yield results um, meal timing is is the two cents added every single day that penny added to your your piggy bank every single day um, of, of a little bit more optimal a mm-hmm. uh, sustained to a little higher sense of optimal in, in terms of how you're progressing in, in building tissue hopefully, or maintaining tissue at least if you're in a deficit. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so um, meal timing around your training session. We'll talk about your pre-workout meal and your post-workout meal. 
So uh, with those two meals combined, you want to eat about 40 to 50% of your carbs for the day. Um, so let's say you have 200 grams of carbs for your day as your um, carbohydrate requirement, then you would be having about 80 to 100 grams between your two meals. So 40 to 50 grams for your pre post and post. And yeah. Pre, yes. And this pre and post is one to three hours prior. Um, so depending on what you're eating, what you're used to eating, um, uh, what you can easily digest and not feel, you know, the, the typical bloated that most people feel or um, try to describe that they feel after eating. Um, however long you feel, you can actually, you know, if you're lean enough, you can see it. You start to, you know, get a little hotter. Your, your veins start to come out. Um, after, you know, consistency in this lifestyle, you can you start to feel these things. And this is uh, all part of the, you know, the intuitive aspect of, of where you, you know, want to try to be, you know, point B, the, the awareness of, or the life after the awareness of I of am and the practice of it. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, like you were saying, like easily digested food. So this is individual to you, um, you know, whatever you're used to eating consistently. So you want to keep fiber to a minimum. Um, so like if you're, say, like you're used to eating rice cakes consistently with honey, then maybe that's going to be your go-to pre-workout meal. Or maybe you prefer to eat bananas and you digest them really quickly and easily, then that's a good pre- or post-workout um, carb source. As, as, as also with these, you know, how to distribute um, and what distributes these nutrients, you would need, um, you know, a good dose of potassium, sodium um, to get these going. And this is, you know, you're going to see this. Again, if you're lean enough or you're going to feel this if, you know, with the pump, this is going to be the absolute um, best pumps of your life. These are the potassium pumps you, you, you experience. But we're saying all this not without water. And uh, Michelle said that the 30-30-30 rule, uh, 30 ounces, um, you know. Pre, during, and post-training. So about one to two hours before and one to two hours after. And this is key. This is at, you will, with all, all food in your, in your stomach, everything else, a, a great mind-muscle connection. If you don't have water, none of this works. Right. If you, you, know, it, you can't shuttle nutrients anywhere if yes. you don't have any water. If so you're dehydrated, is, your this is key. performance goes down the drain. Mm -hmm. um, and this is like one thing you'll, you'll notice if, if this was never a concern for you. I remember when I, water wasn't a concern for me. It was never on my, you know, I was never a big drinker of water, honestly. So the the reason it really clicked for me is uh, I noticed like when I started to, you know, get thirsty in the gym after lifting or doing a couple sets, I'd be really thirsty. Um, and I noticed after my second go around to the water fountain, I would absolutely be more pumped than I had been, you know, doing my working sets of my best lifts. And it was just so apparent to me what the water did almost instantly. And it's, it's really awesome. So effects are, are there. And, uh, yeah. And, um, so as far as that meal timing goes, that, that, that's the only really meal timing that matters. So, mm -hmm. you, you know, what time you eat in the morning, what time you eat at night, that, that won't affect your goals. You know, people say like, don't eat carbs after, 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. or whatever ridiculous time that they said there's no there's no set hour it's you know however long you're going to be up um, those are your 24 hours that you have 
So you just need to fit your macros within that time frame. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's some people who have work until 3 a.m. and that's when they eat their last macros, and that's fine. It's whatever works for you. Whatever. Yeah. So you all this, of, yeah, all this of, all this is uh, what we're saying. This is why it's so down the line on the down the totem pole of importance um, because adherence overall, no matter, um, you know, I'd rather not add the, the penny every single day um, and be able to even put money in the jar or in the, in the piggy bank. And this is going to you know, be the sole um, influence of being consistent and able to adhere because you cannot be consistent. You can't make anything habitual without, you know, reasonably looking at your life. And, uh, truthfully looking at your life, telling yourself the truth, and um, hopefully having others do it for you as well, tell you the truth. So then that leads into um, meal frequency, so like they're kind of tied together, um, mm -hmm. given the fact that if you've already eaten 50% of your carbs within those two meals, you have you know 50% of your carbs left for the rest of the day. You could eat all of those in one meal. You could split it up into two or three or however many meals you want to. Um, you know, people say, like, you need to eat five to seven smaller meals in order to, like, maintain a leaner physique. Like, all of these things are BS. Or, or you know, kickstart your metabolism every yeah, week, whatever two hours. Yeah, you need to eat as soon as you wake up, things like that. Like that it is the overall caloric intake that, that truly, truly matters. That's why adherence is so important. That's why consistency and sustainability within, um, you know, calories in first calories out for the day for the weekly total um, so important and some people um, like actually the, there was some research done recently showing that like some people when they eat a large amount of food they feel satisfied simply because of the amount of food that they ate and some people they don't want to have a large amount of food at one time they would rather have um, <clears throat> small increments of the food that they like to eat and that would keep them satisfied so it depends on you if you want to be able to eat constantly throughout the day if that's how you feel satisfied or if you like to be able to have two really big meals because that makes you feel more satiated it's really up to you so in terms of your physique goals this isn't going to be something that matters um, it's only in terms of training performance but let's now talk if we're um, say all the competitors out there or someone that's in a uh, extended fat loss phase or someone that's actually taking this or has been taking this quite seriously, quite consistently, um, where meal timing is actually a factor that um, is somewhat more important now um, because everything else has been, all the day one shit has been, um, you know, calculated and, and done. The data has been collected. So when meal timing does matter, um, is especially apparent when you're in a, in a deficit um, and especially when you're down the line in, a, in an extended uh, deficit. Uh, meal timing within your workout will mean the difference between how many calories you burn overall throughout the day as you know your, your training session should be the big chunk of calories burned, uh, at least effort expended um, to keep the, the muscle that you have. And this is all dependent on what you can actually um, uh, do and what you can actually do is depending on the food, especially around you know one to two hours before, uh, after, or just pure recovery uh, protein within uh, both of these meals. More carbs, especially, but um, in terms of protein timing, um, this is where you get into severely optimal when you have 
uh, you know, the 40, 40, 40 grams of protein every two to three hours. Um, and this is going to maximize uh, muscle protein synthesis. But um, this is on the total, total um, super optimal scale. This is where you, you're either a competitor, a serious bodybuilder, and you're doing this um, you know, for a living or for recreation, but it's still serious to you. And that's something to consider um, splitting up protein um, throughout the day. That's why shakes are always really cool to have. That's why you see so many people with them. But it's, it's not important. You can, have, you can eat all of your, your protein uh, in one sitting. Um, you will be able to uh, you know, absorb it and, and digest it within reason. Um, but you know, the utilization of the nutrients is what we're looking at here. Um, it's not obviously as optimal. So you eat 150 grams of protein in one sitting versus um, splitting that up three ways or four ways. Uh, it's, it's much different, I'd say. I, I'd say your stomach would <laughs> say the same thing as well. But yeah. yes. So it's, it's all, all, all this is all the details under can you adhere to um, a certain level of optimal. And we'd like you to just start out, especially if you're you know, even deep into a, a contest prep, you just want to remain stress-free. And sometimes not focusing on these minute details is a big a stress-free button that sometimes you, you take, um, especially when you're, you're close uh, or you're, you're in the grind mode. But, um, you know, give slack where you can and take it where you can as well. Because if I, if I can take, a, you know, take meal timing um, and never lose slack on that throughout my contest prep, which uh, is what I'm trying to do now, I think that would be the, the most optimal thing or the, 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 the best thing I can do in, in, in my sense to keep what I have. Uh, everything else can kind of, you know, give and take. Um, a little flexible. So it's, you know, be flexibly flexible. Um, I've yeah. heard someone say that. I think I said that. <laughs> you said that. Yeah. Nice. I like that. Yeah. So final thing would be the intermittent fasting. But just a form of meal timing, basically, essentially to give a, um, however long your determined fasting period is, you know, some people do like to say like a 16 hour fast and then an eight yeah. hour eating. I know very window. little about this, just the, the stats of this or the actual, like how to do this properly. Uh, you know, I, I always considered intermittent fasting just a long period of not eating or eating once per day, which in and of itself is not eating for a long period. Yeah. Um, some people Before break it after. up within yes. the eating period, but however you do it, it's it's honestly still, like we said, it doesn't matter. This is up to you. So still I have like still counting macros, still you know doing what yeah. you need to the do. The overall intake is still the king. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so I mean, this is stuff that you don't have to worry about at all if you're just getting into it. Yeah, this is my least favorite topic, to be honest. This is like the, the minute details. I don't have much to say here because it's uh, this is the brushing your teeth of, um, you know, of your day, to me, the minute details. Mm -hmm. Just find whatever you can create your balance with and adhere to without um, negatively impacting other aspects in your life, and then Absolutely. keep with that. Absolutely. And, consistent. and then, like, we could have a whole nother talk on uh, supplements, and you know, this is the even below this in terms of um, importance. Yes. Um, so yeah, we won't go into that, but 
hopefully you guys got some value out of this. We'll we'll have another ex more exciting topic next time. <laughs> I'm glad we I'm, I'm glad we could cover this though. This is a, this is this is important to do to at least stress the the unimportance of it. Um, but you know, and the importance of it for for certain people and who that is, and that would definitely for be for people in ex in, in a deficit, yeah, in, in the in the extremes, which is physique competitors, bodybuilders, and you know that's uh, that that is understandable and very yeah, respectable too. So, all right, see you later.